Good afternoon, everyone. It's your girl, Nora Natish, and I am back with this week's NFL Digest. So, unfortunately, I was out sick for week four NFL Digest, and I was so excited to talk to you guys about so many different games, but it just wasn't in the cards. But I'm better now. I'm healthier now. I sound better. I'm a little bit congested, but I'm still here and kicking, right? So let's get to it. You know, the NFL Digest is not a long segment. We're just going to go into five the five games that I personally um, thought would be a good topic. Good thing to talk about. There you go now. <laughs> we got Nora's Game of the Week. We got Nora's Trash Game of the Week. And we got three games that just caught my eye. So let's start with the Packers and the Giants. Again, as you guys know, I'm a Giants fan, and of course, I'm going to pick my Giants. I picked my Giants on my show, The View Report, which you guys can watch on YouTube. However, I was a little bit hesitant because Aaron Rodgers is my favorite quarterback. However, my Giants did their thing and shut it down. Daniel Jones, he threw for 217 yards, completed 21 at 27 of his attempts. Saquon Barkley had 13 carries for 70 yards and one touchdown. Darian, sorry, Darius Slayton, he had six receptions for 79 yards. Aaron Rodgers, he threw for 222 yards, completed 25 out of 39 of his attempts at two touchdowns. Aaron Jones had 13 carries for 63 yards. And Randall Cobb has seven receptions for 99 yards. So let's get to it. In the first quarter, Mason Crosby kicked off the game with a 46-yard field goal, putting Green Bay up 3-0. to zero. Alan Lazard caught a four-yard pass from Aaron Rodgers, which resulted in a touchdown. Mason Crosby kicked the extra point, making it 10-0. to zero. And by the way, this was the London game. Shout-out to London. For re- the London Giants fans really held it down for us over here. Because they were they came out and showed out. To end the first quarter, Graham Gano kicked a 48-yard field goal, putting the Giants finally on the map with 3-10. In the second quarter, things get a little more active on the Green Bay side because then Mercedes Lewis catches a two-yard pass from Aaron Rodgers, which results in a touchdown. Mason Crosby kicks an extra point, making it 17-3. At this point, I am panicking. I am beginning to worry. But then again, I know it's a whole other half of the game. With a minute and 15 seconds left, Daniel Bellinger uh, had a two-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Graham Gaino kicked the extra point, making it 10-17. My worrying started to decrease. But then to end the half, Mason Crosby kicks a 48-yard field goal, making it 22-10. The third quarter, a lot of three and outs. It was this quarter like was kind of, I ain't gonna lie, you guys, it was kind of slow and kind of boring, but a lot of three and outs, a lot of whoo-hoo, messy football here. But Graham Gaino kicked a 37-yard field goal, Pushing the Giants to 13 to 20. In the fourth quarter, things got a little bit hectic because for the Packers, not for the Giants. Gary Brightwell had a two-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Greg gained a contestant point, making it 20 to 20. So the game is tied up. And then with six minutes 
and eight seconds left on the clock. Saquon Barkley had a two-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown, make it 27-2-0. Giants defense really shut down Rodgers for the rest of the quarter. However, Jamie Gillen caught, had, was able to get a, a safety with 11 seconds left in the game, which made it 22-27. Giants took home the victory, okay? So our next game we're going to talk about is going to be, you know, we're keeping it in the New York life because we're going to talk with the Jets and the Dolphins. As you guys know, Tua is out um, with a, they're trying to say back injury, but a, a, a concussion. And he's back in practice now, but he has been out for a bit because of his, that, that I've, I've never been more anxious for someone who I didn't know in my life the way that young man's hands I can't that that's still stuck in my head the way his hands were literally stuck and frozen because of his injury so he's out <clears throat> so they the Dolphins had to put in their third string quarterback and he went up against Zach Wilson who threw for 210 yards we have 14 out of 21 attempts the leading rusher for the Jets was Brees Hall with 10 carries for 97 yards and one touchdown. Brees also led with his receiving yards with two receptions for 100 yards. He really did his thing. Let's go over to um, our third string quarterback, Skylar Thomas. He threw for 166 yards, completed 19 out of 33 attempts and had one interception. Our leading rusher for the Dolphins was Raheem Most. Um, Mozart, who had 18 carries for 113 yards and one touchdown. Our leading receiver was Tyreek Hill. Y'all remember the name? You know his face with seven receptions for 47 yards. So the Jets dominated this game. Like the Jets really took care of the work because let's get up with we got team safety to kick off the first quarter. So I put the Jets up two to zero. Then Greg Zerling kicked a 34-yard field goal, making it five to zero. It's the only Jets game you get five five to zero in the end of the fourth, first quarter. Just be all over the place. However, no shade of the Jets because they're New York team. Michael Carter had a one-yard run, which put resulted in a touchdown. Greg Zerling kicked the extra point, making it 12 to zero. Raheem Mozet had a, fit, a 12-yard run. Which resulted in a touchdown. Jason Sanders kicked extra point, making it 7 to 12. We got a game here, y'all. But then Zach Wilson is going to have a five yard run, which results in a touchdown. Greg Zingler kicked extra point, making it 19 to 7. Oh, the Dolphins weren't done yet because then Durham Smith, Smythe, had a one yard run, which resulted in a touchdown with four seconds left in the first half. J- um, Jason Sanders hit the extra point, making it 14-19. Oh, we got a competitive game here. So in the third quarter, a third quarter was, again, another one of these boring quarters where a lot of three and outs, there's not much going on, not many points put up on the board. But the Dolphins did come back in this game because then Jason Sanders kicked a 46-yard field goal, making it 17-19. to Anybody's game. How... Ever in the fourth quarter, the Jets took care of business because we got Michael Carter had a one yard run, which results in a touchdown. 
Greg Zingler kicked the extra point and making it 26 to 17. By the way, guys, the Dolphins did not see the end zone for the rest of this game. Because then Bryce Hall has a five-yard run, which results in a touchdown. Greg Zingler kicked the extra point, making it 33-17. Then we got Braxton Barrows with a five, having a 15-yard run, which results in a touchdown. Greg Zingler kicked the extra point, making it 42-17. This game was rough, 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 rough for the Dolphins, but good job to the Jets for breaking out of their comfort zone, getting really implemented, implemented with Zach Wilson fully because the, the team looked pretty decent. Again, it was a Dolphins team with their third street quarterback, but I'm not going to poo-poo on the Jets no more because the Jets have been telling me to shut up week after week, so I'm going to keep it real. Now for our third game, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Nora's trash game of the week, and we're going we're going to Denver to start the week off. It was the Colts versus the Broncos. When I say this was a bad game, this was a bad game by two veteran quarterbacks. It was just a horrific performance. And let's, let's get to it, Matt Ryan. We have he, Matt Ryan threw for 251 yards. He completed 26 out of 41 of the attempts. And he had two interceptions. Deion Jackson led in rushing yards with 15, sorry, 12, 13 carries for 62 yards. While Alex Pierce had eight receptions for 81 yards. Now, let's go to Denver. Russell Wilson threw for 274 yards, completed 21 out of 39 attempts, and had two interceptions. Melvin Gordon III had 15 carries for 54 yards, leading rusher. And our leading receiver for the Broncos was Cortland Sutton with five receptions for 74 yards. When I tell y'all this was field goal central, not one team could score a touchdown. This was so 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 bad 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 football brandon mc mcmanus put the broncos on the board early with a 33 yard field goal making it three two zero in the first quarter that was the only time either team got near that end zone in the second quarter brandon mc mcmanus mcmanus had a 44-yard field goal ex- extending the Broncos' lead to 6-0. Chase McLean had a 52-yard field goal putting the Colts on the map 3-6 for the half. In the third quarter, Chase McLean kicked a 51-yard field goal making it tying the game 6-2-6. The Colts, sorry, the Broncos then kick a 44 44- 45-yard field goal, make it 9-6. to six. Now we're going in the fourth quarter. The Broncos did not even touch this end zone again. It took all the way down the fourth quarter to the last five seconds of the game for Chase McLean to kick a 31-yard field goal to send this horrific game into overtime. In the overtime time frame, Chase McLean kicked a 48-yard field goal and there you go, 12 to 9. That was the end of the game. I tell you guys, I'm cool with a good defensive game. I'm not cool when it's boring like this. I just, I'm, con- it's like I'm concerned 
for Russell Wilson. Like, what's going on, homie? Because you have not been playing well. What's been? Is, is, do you not like it out there? I don't know, but it's it's just concerning. I'm getting really concerned. My fourth game. We'll talk about. We're going to take it all the way to LA. Come on, Cowboys and Rams for the Cowboys. I am a New York girl giving the Cowboys class and praise because they have been doing their thing. Shout out to that Cowboys defense. It's just so top tier, main character vibe. It is giving what it needs to give. But also what's going to need to give is Cooper Rush. He's been leading this team like a good captain should. Cooper Rush had 102 yards, completed 10 out of 16 of his attempts. The leading rusher for Dallas was Tony Pallard. With eight recept eight carries for 87, 86 yards and one touchdown. CB Lamb had five receptions for 53 yards. Matt Stafford threw for 308 yards, completed 40, sorry, 28 out of 42 attempts, had one touchdown and one interception. Cam Akers had 13 carries for 33 yards, while Cooper Cup had seven receptions for 125 yards and one touchdown. Let's get to it. So, in the first quarter, we got a lot of action in the first quarter, actually, because we have Demarcus Lawrence recover of 19, um, recover a fumble for and return it for 19 yards, which resulted in a touchdown. Dallas went to go for the two point conversion right off the rip. However, it was unsuccessful. Then, after that, we got Brett Maher. Kick a 33-yard field goal, put extending Dallas's lead to nine to zero. At towards the end of the first quarter, we got Matt Gay kick a 29-yard field goal, putting the Rams on the map nine to three. In the second quarter, we got Cooper Cup catching a 75-yard pass from Matthew Stafford, which resulted in a touchdown. Matt Gay kicked the extra point, making it 10 to nine. The Rams officially got the lead. However, that is the last time in this whole game they will have that lead. Because after after that, we got Tony Pollard had a 57-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Brett Mayer kicked extra point, making it 16-10 for the half. Going to the third quarter, we got Brett Mayer kicking a 40-yard field goal, making it 19-10. And in the fourth quarter, again, I told you guys, the Rams did not see that end zone after Cooper Cup's touchdown for the rest of the game. Because then we got Brett Mayer kicking a 36-yard field goal in the fourth quarter, making it 22-10. That is how Dallas wins the game. So, let's get to Nora's game of the week. Nora's game is going to be very interesting because... This game just had me all over the place emotionally. Shout out to the quarterback Derek Carr for his 200th touchdown throw. However, the Raiders lost in the most ridiculous way to me. When you have a chance to go to overtime, take it. Especially if you know who you're playing against. Yes, Pat Mahomes can easily charge back down that field. You know it. What are you going to do it with you down or when you're tied? Like you, I would rather Pat Mahomes try have to beat me than me lose it for me. 
And that's what happened in this Raiders and Chiefs game. But this is why Norris game of the week. This game was very entertaining to watch, and it did keep me on my seat. Derek Carr, he threw for 241 yards, completed 19 and 30 attempts, and had two touchdowns. <clears throat> Josh Jacobs, he had 21 carries for 154 yards and one touchdown. Deontay. I know his name is Deontay. I'm about to say Devontae. Lord have mercy. Devontae Adams, he had three receptions for 124 yards and two touchdowns. But again, the Raiders played well for most of this game. This was a bad, bad call that the coach made. They should have never went for two. They should have never went for two. However, Pat Mahomes, he did throw for 292 yards, though. He had completed 29 of 43 attempts, and he had four touchdowns. That's that Pat Mahomes number. So, again, you go up against Pat Mahomes. You got to bring, bring it all. Derek Mc, sorry, McKinnon, I hope I got his name right. He's leading rusher for th- eight carries for 53 yards. Sorry, y'all. Marquise Valdez. He's a lead receiver with six receptions for 90 yards. <clears throat> so let's get to it. First, I'll tell you, I watched most of this game, and I was just sitting here, like, stunned from beginning to end. Devontae Adams catches a 58-yard pass from Derek Carr, which results in a touchdown in the first quarter to kick this game off. Daniel Clarkson keeps the extra point, making it 7-2-0. Second quarter, second quarter, it gets activated because then we got Josh Jacobs has a one-yard run, which results in a touchdown, putting the Rays up 14-2-0. Then Daniel Clarkson kicks a 53-yard field goal, extending that lead 17-0. Here comes those Chiefs because then Travis Kelsey catches a one-yard pass from Matt Sorry, Pat Mahomes, which results in a touchdown. Matt Wright kicks the extra point, making it 17 to 7. Daniel Clarkson with 17 seconds left in this game. I'll tell y'all, this is how quickly they can get down there. Feel you. Um, kicks a 50 yard field goal, extending the Raiders' lead 20 to 7. With the time expiring, Matt Wright kicks a 59 yard field goal, which ex- extends the the points for the Kansas State Chiefs to 10 and they go into they go into halftime down by 10 so it's 22 10. Third quarter the Chiefs be, you know did what the Chiefs do put some points on the board. Um Travis Kelsey caught a four-yard pass from Pat Mahomes which resulted in a touchdown. Matt Wright kicked the extra point making it 17 to 20. Kelsey again here he is Travis Kelsey kicks uh, eight-yard pass from Pat Mahomes, which results in a touchdown. Matt Wright kicks the extra point, making it 24-20. In the fourth quarter, you got Daniel Clarkson kicking a 47-yard field goal to extend the... I'm sorry, to try to regain the lead, but... No, not try to regain the lead. I'm sorry, y'all. He's making it 23-24. Travis Kelsey has a, catches a one-yard pass from Matt, Pat Mahomes, which results in a touchdown. However, the Chiefs went to go for two, and the Raiders' defense shut it down, period. So right now, this is a winnable game. A touchdown ties the game. Extra point. No, sorry, I don't know when it's Touchdown puts you right underneath, underneath um, winning this game. The king extra point will tie the game. Going for two, of course, will win the game. So... Devontae Adams catches a 48-yard pass from Derek Carr. 
which results in a touchdown. This is the part that had me baffled because then the Raiders went for two and it was a failure. So the Raiders lost to the Chiefs 29 to 30. The Raiders defense was all on Pat Mahomes. They shut Pat down. Pat was trying to get active. They wouldn't let him. Well, the third, sorry, sorry, the third quarter let him do whatever he want. But at this point, it was literally. But then again, you all, if you know Pat Mahomes, he's a tied game. He's going to give it his all. He's going to give it his all, period. But it just didn't make sense to not just go for the tie when you know your offense can be shaky. Yes, you have Devontae Adams, and yes, their car's playing really well, but you know it can get shaky. Why would you go for two to try to win the game when you have four minutes left on the clock? It just didn't, it just, it just didn't make sense to me. But this game was in, very enjoyable to watch. Again, I feel sorry for Raiders fans. I know they're exhausted. Exhausted. And unfortunately, my man Devontae Adams really got himself jammed up after this game. Ended up in that situation with the photographer. But this was this was a this was great TV. Great football game. Terrible calls. A lot of blown calls that's been happening in the NFL this season that I'm really not here for. But overall. It was it was a great game. That's why it was Nora's game of the week. So y'all, when we, next week I'll be back with game week six from the NFL. God willing, make sure I'm stay healthy and safe and everything. But I'm so happy that you guys tune in each week to listen to the NFL Digest. Thank you so much for all your support through my the YouTube show with the B report on YouTube through. The Beer Report was on just Spotify and Apple and Anchor. I really appreciate you guys for listening to each and every week. It does it, it not does not go on deaf ears. It's, I'm very, very, very appreciative of it. So until next time, again, you guys stay blessed, stay safe out here, and stay healthy because it is time that time period where you can catch a cold really, really easily. All right, take care. Catch you next week. Bye.